awesome day to everybody. This is part two of our episode on goal setting. And in the previous episode, we have actually been introduced to the best friend of our goals. And that is actually our unconscious mind. I call it the best friend forever. It stays with us forever till death do us part. So we need to make sure we take care of our unconscious mind. So before I even move on to the next part of this goal setting, I'd like to just you know, have a review with you the different character traits or the prime directives of the unconscious mind. I'd like to actually make it so easy for you to remember by giving you the acronym of PEOPLE, P-E-O-P-L-E. Number one, the unconscious mind is very protective of our energy and hence it generates, it stores, it actually converts the energy from potential to kinetic. It's so important that we actually provide it with the right command so that it then knows where to drive the energy towards. The second thing is easy. It will always take the path of least resistance. And so it's so important for us to actually provide our unconscious mind with enough specific steps so that it knows how to do it. The next one is the conscious mind is, oh, it is so obedient. It will follow you like a genie, like a little child. Whatever it is that you say, whatever it is that you don't say but are thinking, the unconscious mind will search for evidences around to make you reinforce or to reinforce that particular belief. The next P is positive. The unconscious mind is always positive. So make sure you provide directions that are positive and that are not negative. Okay. Next is L, learn. The unconscious mind is in a constant state of learning. So it's always going to learn, learn new habits, unlearn habits, learn bad habits. So make sure that you provide the unconscious mind with enough directions to learn and to provide and drive positive energies around good habits and autopilot that process. Because the last letter is E, echo, which means you need to keep echoing. You need to keep commanding and repeating instructions to the unconscious mind so that it becomes autopilot. In order for us to make sure we take care of our unconscious mind, I'd like to provide you with three things, three big words. T-H-E, T stands for thoughts. Take care of your thoughts. Uh, H stands for your habits. Build the right habits that will generate the right movements and the right results. And finally, E, your energy and your emotions. Your thoughts, your energy, your emotions, and the habits or the programs that's going to actually move you in the right direction. So this is T-H-E, and that's also the building blocks of NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. Now we go to habits, which is the H of the T-H-E. How do you build great habits? No? Why is it that it's just so difficult to sustain habits? And the answer to that is willpower. There are so many things happening around us, so many thoughts and emotions that disturb and distract our habits, our good habits and our good positive thoughts so that we are actually, which makes us, you know, which alienates or disturbs our attention from the right path to the wrong path. And so we are here to actually talk more about habits. I remember my daughter uh, just yesterday telling me, you know, mom, I'm going to actually install right habits. Every Monday, I'm going to actually study for my test. Every Tuesday, I'm going to prepare for my project. Every Wednesday, I'm going to do these particular interviews with people so that I'm able to sustain my social media postings. And then, in the evening, she comes to me and tells me, you know what, mom? You know what I did after coming up with that elaborate, elegant plan? I just slept for three hours. It is so easy to actually fall short of our commitments because there are more pleasant, there are more pleasant activities that's actually disturbing or distracting us from having full attention. And so I'd like to borrow what Catherine Milkman, an assistant professor of the University of Penn, shared with us from the Fresh Start 
that she shared in the last episode, I'd like to actually bring up the word temptation bundling. Temptation is our biggest enemy when we talk about focus, when we talk about goals. It is actually doing things that are not part of the plan. It's being unwise. You know, the word temptation, bundling, there is a second word and it's called bundling. And I remember when I was still working in, in the marketing department of a corporate, of an F FMCG, that we used to do promotions or bundles when we have slow-moving products we would actually bundle it with fast-moving products so that we're able to move out the product from the shelf. We call that bundling. Temptation bundling in the scheme of goal setting works the same way. You look for a thing that you have to do but don't like to do, and you look for a thing or an activity that you like to do but should not do, and you bundle it together. You try and borrow the, the pleasant and favorable properties of that particular task to associate this unfavorable task with positive energies. For example, for example, if I want to go on a diet, if I want to exercise, I'm going to tell myself I have to be on my treadmill 30 minutes every day, but it's just so hard to do that because there's Netflix, there's, there's Snap, there are other things that are more interesting. So what do I do? I'm going to actually bundle the properties together and the activities and the tasks together. I'm going to only go on the treadmill when I could actually watch my favorite film on Netflix. So it's bundling two things or two tasks together. There's the task that I need to do and the task that I want to do. And I will not make one become favorable and the other one unfavorable. Instead, I'm going to actually put two things together and do it together. So it's like hitting two birds with one stone. I've been wanting to write a book. But it's just so hard because every free time or extra time that I find myself with, I would rather just take a nap or just, you know, surf on the internet. And so what I've committed myself to do is because I love going to coffee shops is that I will only go to the coffee shop to write my book. So I bundle the two tasks together so that the more probable favorable task is reinforcing the less favorable task and they come in together. So what are the things or the activities that you could bundle together so that you're able to achieve your goal without actually losing your most favorite things? For example, even in business, you could do bundlings. I remember we do trainings and a lot of team buildings and people will tell us, no, we want our team buildings to actually be, you know, there's a lot of, we want to drink, for example, we want to have fun, you want to watch shows. So we're going to bundle it together. You're going to go on a team building and you're going to also enjoy these things. So you do, not one is a trade-off of the other. And so the positive feelings of doing what you want to do will spill over the negative or not-so-resourceful feelings from things you should do. So that is actually temptation bundling. And here's the thing. In order for temptation bundling to work, it is so important that you don't do the favorable task when you're not doing the thing that you need to do. So don't watch Netflix when you're not exercising so that you're able to associate both tasks together. So as homework, as an assignment, I'd like to challenge you all to actually come up with a ledger. Maybe you could do it on your Excel or get a piece of paper and put it in two columns and come up with a temptation list and come up with a task list. A temptation list would cover all the things that you love to do, but you know, the long-term effect is actually costly. 
and the task list would be the task that you needed to do. It's not fun at the moment, but the long-term effects are actually wonderful or awesome. And then take time to actually look for points of intersection. What do you want to bundle together? Do it 15 or 30 minutes every day. And if you find that you are actually getting even more curious, curiouser and curiouser, and you're actually starting to enjoy the unfavorable things that you needed to do, that is a sign that temptation bundling is working for you. Keep doing that because the unconscious mind needs a lot of repetition for new habits to be reinstalled. And when you keep doing that over and over again, in time, all those bad habits, those negative things or unresourceful things that occupy your time but should not do, they're going to be replaced by better generative and newer habits. So this is our episode for today. It's all about temptation bundling. I'd like to actually challenge you to get that piece of paper and pencil and start making your temptation and your task list and look for points of intersection and enjoy this. Because in chasing and achieving and seeking for your goal, the process must be and will always and can always be a joyful process. In service of your goal for this year, summoning the right energies, invoking the greatest and the strongest willpower. I wish you all Godspeed, glide high, God's spark, and a lot of God's thoughts. Always, always stay awake.